No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we'll see that as Moses and Aaron obey the Lord and address Pharaoh, things get much worse. Just because we're doing God's will doesn't mean things will be easy. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Exodus chapter 5 on Simply the Bible. I love it when a plan comes together. I think the Levi team of Moses and Aaron must have said this long before the A-team. God told Moses that the elders of Israel would heed his voice when he told them that the Lord appeared to him. And when they heard that the Lord had seen their affliction and was finally doing something about it, they believed and worshipped God. Everything was going as planned. Life is good. Now the next step was to go and tell Pharaoh to let the people go. We pick it up in Exodus chapter 5. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. The Egyptians had over 2,000 gods. Pharaoh had never heard of Yahweh before. Yet it certainly couldn't have escaped his attention that the Hebrews were monotheistic. That question, who is the Lord, would haunt him in the future. For the Lord would show Pharaoh exactly who he was, and Pharaoh would never forget. But he revealed the depths of his heart when he said, I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. It wasn't only that he was ignorant of Yahweh. He had no desire to know him. He already made up his mind that he was not going to let Israel go into the wilderness to worship. The hardening of his heart had already begun. If only people would ask the question, who is the Lord? And honestly seek the answer. But many have the same attitude as Pharaoh. They are looking for reasons not to believe and not to obey him. But they are without excuse, for the Bible tells us in Romans 1.19, they know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. However, as with Pharaoh, they will ultimately come to know exactly who the Lord is. But by then, it may be too late. Verse 3. So they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go three days' journey into the desert and sacrifice to the Lord our God lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. Then the king of Egypt said to him, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people from their work? Get back to your labor. And Pharaoh said, 
Look, the people of the land are many now, and you make them rest from their labor. Pharaoh did not believe in vacations, obviously. Someone needed to turn this guy into the labor board. Archaeologists have unearthed ancient clay tablets in Egypt that were the work records of the Egyptians. They list the names of individuals, the amount of bricks they made, and any days that they took off work, along with the reason. Some of the reasons named were the wife being sick, being too weak to work, or celebrating a religious feast. Because the Egyptians were religious, worshiping many gods, taking time off for worship was a legitimate request. The Egyptians would also understand how failing to worship their god could result in a pestilence or defeat from one's enemies. Moses and Aaron were only asking for a three-day journey into the desert. It was a reasonable request. But Pharaoh hardened his heart, just as the Lord had told Moses when he was on the mountain. I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand forces him. Now, in this story, Egypt symbolizes the world, and Pharaoh symbolizes Satan. As God commanded that the people should be released from their labor to worship him, Pharaoh opposed. Even so, Satan opposes the child of God taking time off work to worship the Lord. We find that Satan is a harsh taskmaster who lays upon people great burdens and then keeps driving them, keeping them so busy that they have no time for God. How tragic. Because nothing in this world compares with our covenant love relationship with the Lord. Nothing in this world satisfies like his presence. But Satan is constantly ripping people off from the best of life. We will see many such tactics of Pharaoh to either directly resist or to seek a compromise solution. This illustrates Satan's devices, and they are legion, to keep us from God's perfect will. Pharaoh's heart was already so hard that he punished the Hebrews for even asking for the time off work. Now they would have to produce the same quota of bricks but they would have to comb the countryside to gather their own straw. Verse 6. So the same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, You shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves, and you shall lay on them the quote of bricks which they made before. You shall not reduce it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry out, saying, let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let more work be laid on the men, that they may labor in it, and let them not regard false words. The truth was, the Hebrews were already serving with rigor and hard bondage, and this made their situation far worse. Pharaoh and the Egyptians judged that the words of Yahweh were false, but that would prove to be a terrible misjudgment. Again, we observe a well-worn device of Satan. As people respond to the Lord and begin to turn away from the bondage of sin, the devil cranks up the heat. He often launches a counterattack, seeking to bring people into an even deeper bondage in sin. Many make moves toward the Lord only to be yanked back into a life of deeper sin. Satan is saying, 
If you want to try to get away from me, then I'll make life even more miserable for you. Only those who call upon the name of the Lord and steadfastly resist the devil will escape his wicked grasp. Verse 10. And the taskmasters of the people and their officers went out and spoke to the people, saying, Thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go get yourself straw where you can find it. Yet none of your work will be reduced. So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters forced them to hurry, saying, Fulfill your work, your daily quota, as when there was straw. Also the officers of the children of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and were asked, Why have you not fulfilled your task in making brick both yesterday and today as before? It is amazing how cruel people can be toward their fellow man. It is also amazing how often throughout history the world has persecuted the Hebrew. The taskmasters had appointed Hebrew officers over the laborers. They communicated Pharaoh's orders to the officers, who in turn spoke to the people. When they failed to meet the quota of bricks, the taskmasters beat the officers. Now, archaeological diggings in the Egyptian city of Pithom have found in some of the buildings bricks made with straw in the lower levels, but as you get to some of the higher levels, the bricks have stubble. And in the topmost layers, there's no straw or stubble at all. As is so often the case, archaeological discoveries confirm the truth of the biblical account. Verse 15, Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried out to Pharaoh, saying, Why are you dealing thus with your servants? There is no straw given to your servants, and they say to us, Make brick, and indeed your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. But he said, You are idle, idle. Therefore you say, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Therefore go now and work, for no straw shall be given you, yet you shall deliver the quota of bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in trouble after it was said, you shall not reduce any bricks from your daily quota. So Pharaoh even hardened his heart against the Hebrew officers who were being beaten due to no fault of their own. After this meeting, the officers knew they were in serious, serious trouble. And who do you suppose they blamed? In fact, it really was necessary that the bondage grow in severity. After 400 years, the Hebrews had become so accustomed to slavery that many of them were comfortable with it. Circumstances had to get much worse before everyone would be convinced that it was best to get out of Egypt. Even after all this, when they were in the wilderness and times got tough, many would cry out to go back to Egypt to the so-called good old days. Verse 20. Then as they came out from Pharaoh, they met Moses and Aaron, who stood there to meet them. And they said to them, Let the Lord look on you and judge, because you have made us abhorrent in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in their hand to kill us. Literally, they were saying, You have made us stink before Pharaoh. And Moses and Aaron were waiting patiently to see how things 
went with Pharaoh. But the foreman came from their meeting hot against Moses and Aaron. They were probably discussing among themselves, why do we let these guys mess things up for us? And they rebuked Moses and Aaron, who had done nothing wrong. Let's just say that when you're doing the will of God, you won't always be appreciated, even by the very people you expect to support you. Sometimes our feelings get hurt, but God never said it would be easy. In fact, Jesus tells us that in this world we will have tribulation. But we should be encouraged because he has overcome the world. And we must learn patient endurance to continue to be faithful and to call upon the Lord for his mercy and help in our time of need. But, oh, it can be exasperating at times, can it not? When seemingly everything goes wrong and you feel so stretched thin, (laughs) I mean, I love it when a plan comes together, but so many times it is much more difficult than we think. And it is in these times that our faith is tested. And it is only as it is tested that it grows stronger. And we come to find that God really, truly is faithful to those who trust in him. If you are being tested, if you are being stretched thin, if you are stressed beyond measure, Then come to the Lord and cast your cares on Him because He cares for you. He will do it. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow we'll see that when Moses complains to God, he reveals all that he will do to deliver his people. It's a great word of encouragement to a downcast soul. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Exodus on Simply the Bible.